All right, hi guys. Um, thanks for joining me again this year for the uh, Mudcast here. Um, this is Josh for Gecko Gaming. Um, I wanted to uh, take this first section here. Obviously, the game is launched um, for Madden 22, and just take this first section here. Describe like what's been going on for the past year with with me, and obviously with a lot of the Muck community. Just you know, talk about why I, I I think like why I quit Madden. Like that's like 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 a severe term, you know, it's, it's not like I didn't play the game at all, but basically I just put it down, um, played a lot more, played a lot of different games. Um, but I just want to go over that, um, and, and talk through sort of like what my thoughts are for myself and what's happened with the game and where hopefully the game will go this year and in years future. Cause I, I don't think it's a one year journey. So like the jets, people keep saying the jets or you know, some other teams are just, you know, one or two years away. Like this is, this is not, they're not ready to make the jump, so to speak, for Madden, um, but they're uh, um, hopefully they're on, they're on the right path. So um, the the past year, um, I'll say I'll say a couple things. So first of all, like right around the Super Bowl, late January, February, um, I kind of really stopped playing Mutt. And I picked it up a little bit, you know, uh, I tried to get the rookie premieres, which is a huge disappointment. I'm not going to go into that in this section. Um, but, you know, I went back, logged back in because I figured I was going to play Madden again this year. And I went to go pick up the rookie premieres. Um, but essentially since January, February, this has really been um, just like a break for me. Played a lot of Call of Duty. Um, actually, uh, you know, just in time for the pandemic, I actually picked up um, the, the Magic the Gathering the trading card game. Um, just in person, just to be able to, you know, try and play something else that, you know, I thought hopefully wasn't as toxic. Turns out pretty much every game is toxic, whether it's Call of Duty, whether it's um, MLB The Show, NBA 2K. I don't know too much about NBA the MLB The Show, but people say that, but NBA 2K as well, Madden, whatever it is. Like, all these communities just have this certain level of toxic, toxicity no matter where you go. So, but anyway, the point being that uh, pick up the, the card game. Um, and, you know, I, I got a few ideas that I think, you know, I, I picked that up early 2000s and, you know, after really playing that card game and, and playing Madden, it just like, you know, there were some things where I'm just like, I don't know, I can't, the fact that you constantly have to reload your cards every single year, year after year, and I know it's been that way since the beginning, that makes sense, and, and you know, and just like the, the, you know, talk about power creep actually in, in Magic the Gathering, but you know it's huge in in Madden. I mean, every year it seems like you know part of the reason is it felt like my team was already at a 95-96 um, around January. And you know, I'll say the other thing, and this is specific to me, so this is this is part of the reason I stopped playing um, Madden for the most part was the fact that the the Pats weren't as good last year as they've been for the past 20 years. And I know, boo-hoo, you know, Pats fan or whatever. But the point being, and this applies to a lot of other people in the Madden community, is the fact that for a while now, um, even through this year, the the reliance on team chems has been a huge, huge driver in a lot of teams besides those top-tier, gonna-buy-a-lot-of-packs, don't really care about team chemistries. So like, you know, there'd be a lot of obviously YouTubers, a lot of people that don't play. I don't, I don't know how you'd purchase a lot of packs and you're not a YouTuber. I don't get that because you spend thousands of dollars of money 
it's not like you're making it back on on your videos but you know assuming that there are some of those people you know you don't if you're if you're buying packs and you're getting some of the best players then maybe you don't need the speed boost from the um team challenges but you know that i think that is just one of the biggest areas of toxicity that I've seen. And I've even seen it this year. Like I saw some guy on Twitter saying like, um, oh, I guess no Packers with this promo. Um, I think it was a Superstars promo. And I'm just like, I can't, can't take eight months of this. Like that's the way it's been. And I know for me, I haven't put it out there on social media maybe sometimes, but you know, for me, it's felt like, all right, well, this kind of sucks. I guess I'm going to skip on, you know, I felt a little bit that way with the first Superstars. I mean, we had a for the Pats, I'm saying we had a, a ideal Damon Damien Harris, but for the most part, like there weren't any Pats. And I know there's supposedly, I mean, they kind of spoiled the 86s, but supposedly there's supposed to be David Andrews. Um, it's going to be an 86 for the second half of the promo. But I think that bringing it all back around, the Pats not being good and having a Pats theme team and having to like be being almost like stuck on that. Um, in January and February, it was just like, all right, well, I've got to a 95, 96. I don't really have a lot of interest because my team is not getting that many players I can use. And it just like, just having some fatigue from the whole year, just had a new baby that, um, you know, obviously it's, you know, that's a lot of work too. And it just was just not enough to like keep me invested in the game. And I think that there's, you know, a couple things, you know, obviously I mentioned the, the team, you know, you're, you're really just looking for the players that can be on your team. It doesn't matter, you know, as long as they have a power-up, as long as they were on your team or are, um, that's that's good, you know. So you, you think about, like, the the movers, like, you know, the Hunter Henry, the Jonu Smith, those type of things is something I'd be interested in. But I wasn't even involved in Madden at that point. Um, I was following them. I was, you know, checking on the updates or whatever. But nothing really got me to log into the game until the rookie premiere, when I thought you could get the rookie premieres. Um, so, again, I'm not going to not going to get into that. I think we all know that's a huge disappointment that they're going to stay at 86s, but it's a huge win, obviously, that you do get um, an NAT1 just for one collectible, and you do get um, one at level 10. So I will say that. Um, that's definitely a huge win. But um, So that's the first half, and then the second half is the fact that um, just think there's a lot of fatigue around the fact that it's again and again the same sort of um, cycle of your team gets up to a 95 pretty early in the year. And, you know, it's a lot of the same type of gameplay. It's a lot. It gets like repetitive. So there's just some fatigue. And I'd say like, you know, I think one of the lessons I learned is that, um, and I'm saying this from, from playing from playing magic or I guess not playing magic, but like learning more about the card game. Um, thanks pandemic, um, is the fact that like being able to have, um, they, they have this format called commander and being able to have, you can essentially use any cards going back to like 1991. And I thought that was just a really cool concept because the fact that, you know, you get these cards, these YouTubers buy thousands of dollars worth of cards. Like we get these cards that we accumulate, um, and that's the other thing is that it's just like a, a either a race for your wallet or a race for your time. And it's just like I was kind of like done with the arms race. Um, and it's all going to get reset. 
So I decided I'm a 95, 96, whatever. You know, it's it's the pads weren't good this year. I'm just gonna take a break, recharge, and get ready for the next year. And for a lot of people, it happens in the summer. Um, and for me, it just happened earlier this year. And I know for a lot of people, I have friends that said they're not even gonna buy the game. Now, I don't know if that's true, but um, you know, it's, it just hasn't changed. Um, they feel gameplay hasn't changed. They and I think honestly. For a lot of people, they don't they don't realize it, but it's just it's tough doing this huge grind throughout the year, um, just to be able to uh, just to be able to to get reset at the end of the year. So, I like I have no idea if this is possible. I know that obviously there's a lot of tech that's involved in this. There's a lot of actual servers and data and everything that's involved. But I'm just wondering. Because there are plenty of other digital card games that have more than one or like thousands of cards, that is. And I'm just wondering if there's a way that they can have multi-year, have a multi-year card game. And I think what what that looks like is essentially like if you have, so I don't know how this works with power-ups, but, you know, if you have, um, I think power-ups should be their own thing. I think that, you know, right now we're kind of like relying on them to to really power up your players. But I really think that, you know, having a power up path might be um, its own sort of thing. Like if they if they can make it that way, like like maybe you get guys like um, the power ups don't revolve around your core cards and any promos that come out. But like the best cards will start at like a 75 and then like they can max out at like 95 or maybe 99 or whatever it is. But basically you know, depending on performance or depending on maybe like a season award or something like that, like they'll go up. Um, so I don't know. That's, that's honestly, that's a different idea for a different podcast. What I mean to say is things like we have flashbacks, we have veterans, we have all that stuff. And I think one of the interesting things is even with a flashback card, I think that's such a great opportunity. Even veterans, it's a great opportunity to go back to, you know, Madden 15, like you have a like 2015 card. Um, they just had like even ultimate, um, even legends is a good idea to do this. So they just had Brandon Marshall come out and like, let's, let's say they have a 2015 card of Brandon Marshall, like just have that be his card from 2015, just have that be his core card. And then maybe like for the 87, that can be like a promo card from 2017 or like whatever it is, just like go back into the data. Like you have like Brandon Marshall. I, I, I don't have, I've been trying to look for like a database of cards, but a downloadable database. I know that my head and I know MuttGG has databases, but I'm looking for like a, an online one that I can download so I can actually take a look at the data. Go back in the years, find Brandon Marshall cards from those years. You know, maybe his, maybe like, a, maybe go all the way back. I, I don't know exactly when Brandon Marshall started. It might have started before Mutt, but like go back to like, like actually have a rookie card when Brandon Marshall came in and, um, I'm trying to think of like a good player to do this with because there's not like a lot of, um, you know, Gronk started before. I'm just trying to think of like a young guy. But anyway, the the whole point being go back and like look at maybe like like if you look at LT, like let's say he had like four tackles in his first year because he just wasn't a full-time starter. I don't know if he did. So don't don't rake me over the coals if, if he had 10 sacks. But, you know, let's say that like some guy was like a special teamer. Like there was a there was a legend that was a special teamer in their first year. Um, you know, have that card be like a, like a, an 82 
and um, then have like the next year's game and like basically like take a look at the you know either the cards are in the game like a like a card like Brandon Marshall or just take a look back in the years and just have them but then have that card transfer over year over year so basically what you get is you instead of releasing LT every year you have an LT and you release them at a certain time and you know maybe what happens is these legends the problem is is that like Obviously, EA is going to sell packs every single weekend. But maybe what you do is you have these packs come out, you know, every month or so, or new packs come out every month or so, and they have these legends, um, they have new legends, and you can use these legends year over year. So let's say that this year you pick up the 87 Brandon Marshall, and you pick up like the 82 and the 84, and the next year, you pull an ultimate legends pack or legends pack, sorry. And you pick up like the 89 and the, and basically you're able to complete the set and you get the 90 overall version, but you get a next year's version because you're able to, because those sets are still there. They're still redeemable. Um, and maybe you could have rotating sets. So that would sort of be the, the impetus to, to collect the cards at a certain time when, when EA wants you to collect them. And, um, you could you could still do this with like levels. You could still do this with XP because the fact that the way XP is going is they're having XP um, reset after a certain amount of days. So even every ninety days, even if you have the game rollover, so we still have like um, you still have month seasons, but you wouldn't have like new games per se. Now I know the other half of this would mean that of course you're gonna have to have some sort of subscription service, but like guys, that's the way it's moving anyway. So. EA Play, they're really pushing EA Play. In fact, the EA Play actually joined, or, or um, EA Access, EA Play, whatever it is, they actually joined um, Xbox Game Pass. So Xbox itself and EA Play, or EA in general, are moving in that direction. They're going there. I don't know when it's going to be because I know that they want to sell. I think right now is, is for a lot of people like myself are tied to those pre-order bonuses. So we want to pre-order the game and we want special packs. And in order to do that, they need to offer you the game plus $40 worth of packs for the for the Dynasty version. So um, I don't know exactly how it works with a subscription service. You know, if you, maybe you got to join EA Play to just to be able to play Madden. And it's about $5 a month or you, I think you can pay it like yearly and it's like 30. So it's not that much money just to be able to play Madden. And they get you on the subscription service. And maybe what they do is they offer you like a Madden membership that you get packs every single month. So same way you would for EA Access, except it's like in excess of those. And you get those packs every single month. I think one of the things I've noticed, and I know Gut Fox has, Gut Fox has talked about this a lot, is this, there's... There's this conflict of like, there's people, all right, so there's people that buy a ton of packs, there's people that don't buy a ton of packs, there's people that play casual, and there's people that play competitive. So I don't buy a lot of packs, and I play, I play pretty casual. I don't play a lot of solo, I don't play a lot of head-to-head, because in fact, I just don't like the, the toxicity of, of playing against other people. I don't mind playing normal people, but like the chew clock at the beginning of the game, the um, running the same play just to, to beat zones when it's like 
yeah, I mean, I know where you're going, but it's just very tough for me to, to get the computer to respond the way I want to, that type of stuff. Um, and so you have these four almost quadrants of Madden players. And I know that like, that's sort of like pulling at the edges of, um, of Madden. So what they've done, I think in part because of the feedback that, you know, for example, I had the 95, 96 overall team last year, in January is they tried to pull back on those rewards. So, you know, I know Gulfax has been all over them and I want to give him credit for talking about this first, but you know, they've, they've, they've really nerfed some of the benefits. So nerf some of the, the level challenges, nerf the way you get XP, um, nerf the amount of packs you get, maybe the, um, the good players you get, so like Journey, I, th- I think the first Journey, you got like an 89, maybe 90, 91 player. Uh, now it's 87 for the, the Gauntlet, um, or, or I forget what it's called, the Forge, the Gridiron Forge. Um, and which, again, obviously I was excited for because, you know, we're all on this this team chemistry track. Uh, and J.C. Jackson's a Patriot, so he fit right into my team. So... Um, I think that probably he should have been able to, like any of those cards should be able to fit in any team. So you talk about team captains, you're talking about those, the seasons players. I picked Seau, honestly, cause I thought he was just going to get the Pats cam, but, um, he could get any cam. Um, the, this is a huge win, but the, I picked the Brady pack because of the fact that I wanted Harrison and Wilker, Welker, um, who do you think might be better than Moss, even though it's just, he's one less speed, but. Um, I guess Moss is much taller, but because the fact that I thought Moss was going to get the, the Vikings cam instead of the Pats cam, apparently you can pick him for any team that they bet on. But anyway, sorry, sorry for the sidetrack guys. Basically, what was they saying? So they've slowed down those rewards. So they're trying to give rewards to the no money spent players, to the grinders. Um, but they're trying to do it a little more slowly and they're trying to do a little worse rewards. Contrary to, I feel like I'm going to get killed for this, but contrary to like what Gufflox is saying, what a lot of people in the community are saying, I don't think that's an issue. But I do think the problem that it's an issue is the fact that they're not doing that, obviously, for the people that are buying packs. Because you're buying a ton of packs. Maybe the pack lock is going down lower. It's, you know, it's it's tougher to pull players. And people have talked about that. But they're not doing that for the people that are spending a lot of money on the game. So... Obviously, because the fact that they would complain because they're spending money on the game. So, um, you're just slowing it down for one set of players. And I think that's the issue. I don't think there's a, there's not a huge issue. And this obviously would be solved if you could have multi-year game, uh, a multi-year collection, that is. But I don't think it's a huge issue if you get an 87 instead of an like an 89 or 91. What I think is the issue is the fact that you're getting an 87 for grinding on solos, but the guy pulling packs is going to get like an 87 plus guaranteed plus his whole bundle, which is probably going to give him like an 86 and an 89, um, some power-ups and like a ton of coins just to be able to purchase the best players. And that's just for like one um, pack opening. Obviously, they're going to do more. So... It's just slowing it down for one set of players. And I think being able to convert to this multi-year thing is something that is going to make it so that they can slow down and have these rewards happen more slowly 
but they also don't need to happen in a row. So you can have certain times where it's like, hey, get this particular player, maybe it's an 87 overall JC Jackson, or some other time, like maybe around the Madden Championship, like grind and get this 91 player because they're trying to increase a lot of people, pushing people towards the game at particular times that they want. Um, so, you know, I see that as possibly being a solution. Like you don't need to have rewards that work themselves in September, in August, I know we're in August right now, but essentially in September um, as early rewards up until July where you got to have these astronomical awards because one, people's teams are going to be resetting soon. And two, because of the fact that people only care about 99 overalls. Now, the question, the big thing here, obviously, is if you have multi-year cards, you're just going to get everyone at 99 overall. And I think that that is really a concern for for the game. I think that that's, that's another thing that I talk is that from playing some other card games is the fact that, you know, you got to create more synergies. you got to create more reasons for... Be this beyond um, this. These guys play for the same team. That they, they force people to play with different types of players. Like obviously, everyone wants that Ed Reed because he's the best safety in the game, the best strong safety in the game. You got to give people a reason to play other types of cards. Maybe there's like a play a Derwin or play the Rodney Harrison that comes in the Brady pack. Like play. Sorry, I'm having trouble picking up. Play the Cam Chancellor. Um, play those type of things. Um, they got to have other reasons. And I think that, you know, it's a huge, I, I think that it's not talked about enough, or maybe I just don't know about it enough, but the thresholds for what abilities cards get, I think that that's a huge thing. But maybe what you're talking about for a multi-year game is you're talking about creating cards, and they do this with strategy items, which is the next topic that I want to talk about, but creating cards that have thresholds, but only have certain abilities that they can get. So you're talking about very unique cards. And I think that this is not really a new concept when you think about it, because there's already NFTs floating around. And that's something else that, that EA can, can take from the collectible card community is creating these unique cards that you're not just buying, um, you know, certain cards, you're buying particular types of cards that are kind of unique. So we'll talk about that. And um, yeah, so we're just going to take a break here and then we'll we'll come back and, and talk a little bit more about that. All right, what's going on, guys? Um, we are back. Uh, and the next thing I want to talk about, um, which is obviously the biggest thing and part of actually, I think what could move um, us in that direction of what I was talking about, the multi-year Madden, multi-year Mutt, that is, uh, is um, the strategy items, which are the biggest thing that's come to Mutt. Now, I, I'm not trying to be facetious or anything like that. I, I just mean, like, for this particular year, this is the, the biggest thing that's um, that's come to Mutt. And, you know, there are so many articles about the strategy items, and I'll just go over them very briefly because there's plenty of things on mutt.gg, uh, mutthead, um, uh, that can really describe these. There's probably some stuff on the, the EA um, Madden blog as well. But um, basically, there's common, uncommon, and rare uh, strategy items. And 
I guess you can you could definitely see where I'm going. Where I was talking about Magic, you know, Pokemon, like any of these trading card games have these different levels of rarities. You know, in Mutt, obviously we have that in terms of like silver, um, uh, gold, and and obviously elite players. Um, but you know, like in terms of in a pack, you think of like the normal way of thinking is a like common, uncommon, and rare. So obviously that might apply to silvers are common, golds are uncommon, and then elites are rare. But you don't always get an elite in every pack. So anyway, so taking a look at the the strategy items, a couple things here. The way they reworked, and I'll talk about the um, what I think about in terms of the uh, XP system. But the way they reworked the XP system is that um, you know you're getting rewarded with these strategy items. Um, or the way they, they rework the, the um, daily challenges, that is, is, is you get XP, but then you also get these strategy items. It, typically, they're common. You know, you're almost never going to get a, um, or it's unlikely you'll get uncommon, you know, hence the name. And then you, you almost never in these get one of the rares. Um, but also included in that is the fact that every common is the same for the, the number of different um never different versions of, of common that is so obviously there's deep red specialists there's um you know there's there's different types of um and i think one is like on the move uh for linemen uh and you know those are always going to be the same for common for uncommon there's two different types and then for rare there's six different types so obviously for rare they're very very rare to get but at the same time, it's very rare to get the exact one that you want, which is pretty important because the fact that the rare items actually have speed boosts uh, to some of them. Um, so, like, the strategy items, a couple different things about them. So they took away all the, um, you know, pass rusher, uh, coverage, um, all those different chemistries from players. In one of the things that is important is the fact that this is so much easier to do when you're when you're uh, building your team, which is obviously a win for the community. I mean, you don't need to go through, let's say that you have pass rush because you just you have a, a dominant defensive line, but you're getting burned on the back end. So you want to switch to um, your coverage. I, I forget what it was um, for main coverage and zone coverage. You get bonuses to, to both. Um, but basically... You had to go through and for all, what was it, 30 players, like backups and starters, um, all those players you had to go through and change every single chemistry. And obviously you also had to use um, training to do that. So that's a huge win, one, in terms of like time and commitment to be able to do that. And two, in terms of like currency, like currency. So obviously a huge win there. But now there is a, a trade-off that, I actually like because it's, you know, I think that that's one of the issues with with Mutt. And if we're going to move into this multi-year or if we're going to move into um, a little bit more of that slowing down the pace of Mutt, we need some of those trade-offs. And so the trade-off is that for deep route specialists, the only players that are affected are wide receivers, not even tight ends. So if you want deep route specialists, um, I'll tell you, I think there's um, th there's a rare deep route specialist. So we'll take that as um, the example here. For rare deep route specialist, one of the boosts is speed. So in the past, if you're going to do deep route, 
or, or go deep, I think it was the, the typical name. What you get is you get bonuses for your quarterback in terms of like throw power, throw, um, throw accuracy deep. And then you get speed bonuses for all your players, including your running backs, including your linemen that have nothing to do with throwing the ball deep besides blocking longer. Um, and, you know, that would boost your whole team. Uh, for everyone with that chemistry, that is. So your your defensive players are not getting that boost. What we have now for deep red specialist is the fact that um, you kind of have to make that trade off. Your wide receivers can get that speed boost, but your running backs are not going to get the speed boost. Your quarterback may miss out on some of the accuracy boost that he may get from, you know, there's an elite passer. Um, item that you actually get for, for signing up for the, the um, uh, pre-order version of the game. You get that with your Brady and your Mahomes item. You get the Elite um, Passer. I think it's Elite Passer Plus is what it's called. Uh, but it's basically an uncommon strategy item. So you miss out on that. You miss out on those uh, boosts for your quarterback. Um, so it's it's definitely like a trade-off where you, you get to decide which essentially – essentially which group of players you want to coach up for that particular game. And it kind of works the same way in franchise. I mean, franchise has been doing this for a while where practice, you have to choose players to highlight um, in, in order to improve those players, but that's obviously going to leave other players um, without those boosts. They'll get some boosts, but not that as many. So you get two slots right now. And I think that, um, as we continue on in the year, the same way the salary cap goes up, the same way that the um, the amount of, uh, what's it called, ability points uh, go up, they'll probably release the same thing. So we'll see at the end of the year, they may go up to like four or five strategy items on defense and on offense. I have seen some special teams. So I don't know. I haven't, I don't see a special team slot, but um, I have seen some items for special teams. So We'll, we'll see if they, they create a special uh, special team slot. So, like, I don't think they're in the game. I just think I've seen pictures of them, that is. Um, so, what I like about this is the fact that if there's, like, a trade-off, like, you get to, to you get to decide your wide receivers. Your tight ends are not going to get this boost. And you're not going to be able to have your running back get speed bonuses just because of the fact that you're doing deep route. And that gives a speed bonus. Um, so that's the same thing as the, there's no more uh, go deep, but as well, there's also no more um, um, physical counts, that is. And, you know, I think that's definitely an advantage, as I mentioned, in terms of like pain. But what's happening is now on the back end, you are going to have to pay for some of that stuff. So if you take a look at common, um, for the common item, you're going to get a boost to let's take we'll take the deep route specialist. So you're gonna get a boost to your deep route running. Tier one is 75 training, you're gonna get boost to release, and then tier two is plus one to catch, and then basically what happens for these items is that you get that first uh, you get the first thing that you get for free, you get another one of that. So deep routes Deep route specialist, you get deep route for free, just attach an item, and then you get deep route again for tier three for 200 training. So 
essentially what you're talking about is 400 training to get up to, to three, and you're getting plus two to deep route run, one to release, and one to catching. And, you know, I mean, it's nice because you save the time on your players, but it's almost like rearranging the way that you're paying for your um, for your camps uh, to be boosted. So, I mean, it really takes away from a little bit of that win there. But the, the, the main thing is, is if, if you just want to boost deep route running, you don't need to pay anything for camp. And as I mentioned before, I think that there's going to be huge emphasis on these strategy items because the fact that they're releasing them, or, or sorry, they're giving them to you every single day just for completing your daily challenges. So I, I feel like they can't be overstated. It's the fact that like you're getting this item that boosts your whole team just for winning two games and buying one pack. And the pack can be that 500 coin pack that's a 62 plus player, which by the way, I think is a great pack. Um, you could pull probably 50 of them and you'd make a bunch of coins because there's a lot of golds. Um, there's obviously the pack gets better as the year goes along because there's more players that they're not they're not creating more silver players. They're creating more golds and elite players. So that pack gets better as the year goes on. Um, although I guess the odds do have to increase. But instead of pulling the elite that's 82, you have a chance of pulling the elite that's 93. Um, but that um, that pack that gives you the strategy item, you can trade those in, and that's going to allow you to get um, more and more um, higher-up strategy items. So I don't have the exact conversion rate. Uh, I don't have the exact conversion rate for the strategy items here. But basically, um, you know, if you go like 10 days or so, like let's say like 10 days, um, you can, for... in all you get is common items. You can trade it in for an uncommon item, and you just keep upgrading throughout the year. When you think about the fact that, like, 90 days, so when the season ends, you have the potential to have 90 just common items, you're going to be able to trade those in for, I would say, at least seven rares by the time you upgrade to common, and then you, I'm sorry, the time you upgrade to uncommon, and the time you upgrade those to rare. So, you know, I think that this is going to be a huge push in, in Madden to be able to get you to those, those you know, by the time that um, November rolls around, most people are going to get those rare items uh, without having to do anything. Now, because there's six versions of the rare, um, taking a look at Deep Road Specialist again, um, for this particular one that they have on mutt.gg, the, the one that's right in front of my face I'm looking at right now, you get spec catch and deep route running. But, you know, there are, um, let me take a look here. Um, there are like a bunch of different types because the fact that there's six different ones. Um, deep route specialist here. So rare, there you could be, you could get spec and jump, spec catch and jump, awareness and spec catch, awareness and speed, Awareness and jump, spec catch and speed, which is probably spec catch and speed is probably that's that's probably the number one option, and then or spec catch and jump or sorry or speed and jump, which is probably number two. So spec catch and speed, speed and jump, and then awareness and speed. Just because I, I know people may not like awareness, but obviously speed's there. 
with something like awareness and spec catch or awareness and jump being the worst. So there's a lot of variation. And I think that that's going to be kind of key as you get down the line. So it's that ability to still provide people a path to be able to get better, to be able to improve their team as, as Mutt it, as Mutt does, but at the same time, like creating these like unique teams, because typically what happens, one of the reasons a lot of people quit Mutt or stop playing. And sometimes like, like myself in January and February is it's just like, every team is the same. Every team has the best because there's like a, a dominant group of players and everyone has the same three or four players at every single position. So this is a good chance for to create that diversity in the teams besides the theme teams, as I mentioned. So there's a there's going to be like, as we start to emerge into, especially November. So there's going to be people with just the best players. There's going to be people with, you know, Hey, I'm not going for a theme team, but I'm going for the best players I can get. And there's going to be a lot of theme teams and those best player teams they're going to have the top three or four options at just about every position. So their teams are going to be very similar. Uh, the players that are not going in for a particular theme team, but like have the best players are probably going to have most of the promo players. And then the theme teams are all going to have the same four to five teams. Um, again, mutt.gg. And, and I do want to give a shout out to them because obviously I'm using them a lot, but Mutthead has, has been huge as well. So please check out both of them. I know much GG is, is big right now, but check out both of them. Um, they have a list of like the top theme teams. And I think that, you know, the top ones are the Pats, the Packers, and the Bucks right now. And it just breaks down because of the fact that there's a lot of players in Mutt that, for example, the Pats may not be the best team in terms of, like, Cam Newton's, like, a quarterback at 84, but, like, you could also get Brady as a quarterback at 88. Um, you could also get, well, they have three different tight ends, but you could also get Gronk as a, as a tight end at, 82, you could get Joe Thune as a, as a um, left guard. So it's those type of players that like may have left your team. So that's not to say that the Pats are the best team in Madden this year. It's just that they have the most players that have played for the Patriots or do play for the Patriots, as I mentioned. So those, and then the, the other one, the fourth team there would be the Chiefs. Um, so those four teams. So what you're talking about is meta, where you're talking about four teams, the Packers, the Pats, if, if everything holds steady, Packers, Pats, um, Bucks, and Chiefs. And a lot of that depends on who does well and who gets Team of the Week cards. And then the other half, uh, and sorry, not the other half, the other thing you'd have is the team with the best. So you're going to have J.C. Jackson, you're going to have Junior Seau, you're going to have, or probably, not Junior Seau, you're probably going to have um, um, De- Devin Hester. Uh, you're going to have Cam Chancellor, you're going to have all those like free players, you're going to have your top players are going to be those players, the team captains players. Um, so that is going to be your other group of teams. And then uh, the other group are just going to be the, the do- overall dominant teams. So you're really talking about like, maybe 10 different types of teams. So I think that these strategy items are really going to play a key piece. What's going to make them different is the fact that they're going to make every team just a little bit different, which is something that I feel like we haven't seen in my, now I don't, I actually don't know how important that is. I don't know how important it is one to people continuing to play and two for how people feel about Madden. Like, I don't know if they care if teams are different, they may just want one of the best teams. I know that happens in a lot of games. Like they just, they want one of those meta decks, um, or meta teams. 
uh, as, it, as it pertains to Madden. So I don't know if that's going to make a difference. Um, but I think that's definitely something to, to follow. So uh, anyway, I, I know we're running up against time. I know, I know it's like, you know, I'm trying to make these things somewhere between half an hour and 40 minutes, maybe 45 at the most. So I'm running pretty, pretty close to it. But anyway, I will come back with another podcast talking a little bit more about these um, strategy items, how they can be used in, in, I'm going, I'm, I'm going on this warpath guys. I'm this year, I'm going all out in terms of like, I really think the month should be multi-year. I really don't think I'm, I'm tired of like having my team reset year over year. And I know that's what we're accustomed to. I know that's the way it's been forever, but like games change. And, um, I'm just trying to see like, how is it possible to, to be able to, to use these? Now, if this doesn't happen, I don't want this whole thing to, to, you know, good away. So obviously I'll talk about the strategy items in terms of like what they could look like year over year. So like going into next year, if they have to change them all or they have new strategy items, but um, you know, as it stands, I am really hoping that this is something that like can, can help transform mutt into, um, you know, make it just a little bit better. Um, and a little bit more different for every team. You know, we talk about Madden ultimate team and I think that most people, even though it's called ultimate team, think of like creating their own team. Think about putting your own personality in it. And I think for the past couple of years, it's really been, um, that's really been cut down to, as I mentioned, those 10 different teams. Um, so I'm hoping that these strategy items will come in here and will get people a, a little bit more. I mean, like, do you want to boost your quarterback who could potentially throw to all your players, your tight end, your running back? Or do you just want to boost your wide receivers? Are you going to go five wide? Are going to go uh, four wide with, with a tight end or just a running back and, and just um, go that way? So anyway, that that's uh, it for this week. I will come back next week. I have no idea what the schedule is going to be. I apologize, guys. I'm going to try and get these out whenever I can. Um, but um, I do apologize uh, that I'm not going to have a release schedule. Uh, it's been a little hectic, uh, but I will get these out uh, as often uh, and as regular as I can. So thanks guys for listening. Uh, make sure that you uh, subscribe, give a review for the podcast. It's really, it really helps out. And I will talk to you in the next podcast. Thanks.